Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. What's up, Seminole Headlines podcasters? Thanks so much for listening to the program. As always, the podcast brought to you in part by our friends at the Morgan Law Group. Today, no different. Appreciate them enabling us to do this for you. What else they'll do for you is uh, work hard throughout the state to ensure uh, that the insurance companies are doing the right thing and they're not acting in bad faith. Uh, they will they'll get after the insurer if they are. They'll inspect and assess the loss on your behalf. By the way, they are throughout the state just because an insurance company tells you no or there's a certain amount that they're willing to give out doesn't mean that's the end of the story. Find out more. Go to policyadvocate.com. That'd be policyadvocate.com. Or call 888-904-2524. Onward we go with Seminole Headlines. It's time for Seminole Headlines, presented by Capital City Bank, featuring ESPN Tallahassee's Jeff Cameron, Warchant.com's managing editor, Ira Chauffel, and senior writer, Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, pistols, and pies starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. Hour number two, the Seminole Headlines, 97.9 ESPN Radio begins right now, thanks to our friend, Dr. Heather Birch and Birch Orthodontics. Ride and die, orthodontics. You know, I was thinking the other day, like, she, Dr. Birch is the OG, and mm-hmm. she is our ride-or-die orthodontist. But, you know, in all the years that she's been sponsoring the show, you never came up with a clever catchphrase like yay sausage for, for Dr. Birch. I don't know. Well, I mean, I think ride-or-die is great. I mean, that's, that's her that's her deal. Uh, yeah, but, you know, I just think the, the way you, the gusto you brought yay sausage to well, the lexicon. I, sausage lends itself to that sort of celebration, Dentistry, orthodontics, not as much. It's a little bit tougher to get the the sort of uh, it's a different cell. It's a yeah, different it is cell. a different cell. It's yeah. a very different. Nobody's cell. ever saying yay orthodontist. Yeah, no. Yay even braces. if you're going to the best orthodontist, which Dr. which clearly Birch you would is, be, yes, yeah, it's still not something you want to do. It's an it's a necessity, but it's not something you want to do. Whereas sausage. I mean, you know, people will love to cook up some sausage. Yeah. Yay, sausage, yeah, right, right? Right. But that's just, All right, like, nobody's in the car just, going, this is going to kick ass. They're going to work on my teeth. Hey, but I was thinking, so when we do the headlines appreciation party, and we will, details point. details are details coming. Are details coming, will yeah. be coming. But I feel like we got to have some, we're going to have merch, obviously. We'll have headlines merch, but mm. we also should have merch from our... Uh, from mm-hmm. our from our proud sponsor. She brought goodie bags last time. No, I mean swag bags. she should have her ride or die Birch Orthodontics oh, T-shirt. She can make a register for herself. Registers has yay sausage. Yeah, yeah. yeah she yeah, makes yeah. a special shirt. We give them out. Then that gets the buzz going in the community, guys. There you go. there but you we go. do. We need some yay sausage and we need some ride or die. If you if you never heard Seminole headlines, which I don't know how that's possible, but if you never had. And you saw somebody wearing a Birch Orthodontics, your ride or die orthodontist. <laughs> Which is so, so awesome. what would you? I'd be intrigued. It's would a you, conversation starter. I would immediately go, well, this person's awesome. Who the hell puts that on a shirt? <laughs> yeah. I'd like, yeah, I would want to know that. Also, if I saw somebody just walking around with a yay sausage shirt, right. I'd be like, that is With fantastic. no context. No context. Just yeah. says yay sausage. <laughs> I'd be like, well, that's interesting. That, you, are you going to ask? You probably, yeah, yeah, you probably ask that, that shirt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, if Ira's wearing that shirt, it's very different than if so, maybe some girl is wearing yeah. that shirt. Yeah, so it's, it's correct. You'd be like, hmm, this is interesting. Maybe I should ask. What do you mean by that? So if you saw Ira in a yay sausage shirt, you'd be like, yeah, we know, man. You like sausage. <laughs> you yeah. you I mean, need to tell us. Yeah, yeah, you don't have yeah. to wear it. You don't have to advertise it. It's self-evident. <laughs> Thank you. Also, Birch yay cookies and yay cake and right. yay steak. Yeah. Birchorthodontics.com. Is, is that the right? Website. Yep. Yeah, that's the website. All right. Headliner questions, guys. I'm going to go with the uh, Facebook questions first. That's I got fine. them in first. I got, got that, I got that got prompt that, yeah, in. I'm rewarding. Both were late. 
Both were late because we were at Gene's. We were all at Gene's house gathering and enjoying each Drinking other's company. Drinking some good beer. I think, a, and some Corey was having McCultures. You like my selections for you, buddy? Yeah, you did good, man. You did good. good. I, I am. I think I have a perfect game going with you on these selections. You're kind of like a DJ. Like you know what what uh, records yeah, like people want to listen at. to. Yeah, it's true. You know what beer people need. Well, I've learned your taste over the years, so now I'm kind of like I know what I can do with him. This guy here, it's simple. You it's know just my give him taste. A glass of water. <laughs> uh, Matt writes: Did Mike Martin Jr.'s hair go gray overnight? Relax, man. Have fun. Maybe we can win a title one of these days. No worries, meat. Is his hair gray? I don't ever see him without a hat on. It's I think it's just really blondish, reddish, yeah. mm. whitish. I don't know. I have to double check it. Yeah, yeah. At the press conference, he had the hat on. Or people, the, the Zoom. People bringing up that Norvell's hair is whiter than it was originally, which I don't know. I mean, it was always pretty white. I would think that that job would age oh. you quickly. Yeah, it's like a president, right? Like, yeah. Oh man. Yeah. yeah Those presidents age twenty years and four. Kevin writes, it seems like fans throwing things at players has become a daily occurrence. How do you think the NBA should address this problem? Well, do what they did, which is arrest that bastard and charge him with assault. Well, I think that's what it should be done. Not the the whole you're banned for life. Screw no, that no, man. The guy arrested. can the guy can wear a mustache. And I've always wondered. Okay, so you're banned for life from Madison Square Garden. Did they put that dude's picture on every entryway into the garden? Probably not. He's not. He's coming back whenever he wants. Arrest him. If you spit on Trey Young, you get arrested. Yeah, you should. If get you throw arrested. popcorn on Russell Westbrook, you, you get arrested. Yeah, they it's, been, it's they... goofy to call it battery. We know it's just popcorn, but it's got to set a precedent. You can't throw stuff. At you people, can't throw man. stuff. You can't at throw people. stuff at people. No. It's ridiculous, and I like the, the players are saying it, which is true. I think it was one. I can't remember who said it yesterday, but they're like, "Yeah, man, none of these people do this in real life." Like it no, was Beal, I think. Yeah, Beale it was Beale. like you're not stepping to me in real life. Like, no, of course you're not. <laughs> of course you're not. Right? Yeah. No. It's well. The idea of throwing popcorn on somebody, and, and the popcorn's not you know it's not going to hurt anybody. But the idea, it's just so insulting. You're going to throw food on somebody who's hurt and is leaving the game, and I mean it's just ridiculous. Imagine like yeah, I mean it takes. Obviously, this is low hanging fruit. It's very simple. Most rational, fair minded people don't throw things at other people just because they're angry that they play on a different team. But, like, yeah. the idea of, I think Russell Westbrook said it. Like, if we're on the side of the road and you throw popcorn at me, what do you think is going to happen? <laughs> yeah. What, what do you think is about you, to go you down? Know what's right? Yeah. Happen. I mean, that's insane. We need uh, our test back in the league. Well, that's the second part oh, of okay. Kevin's question. He says, personally, I think a one on one boxing match with Ron Artest would be enough to stop people. But also, shout out to Register Sausage for letting me out, uh, letting me. Uh, up the rest of the family at the cookout. Sorry. Oh, oh yeah. There one, you go. One up them. Yeah, nice. One up them. Yeah. Preston writes, congrats to Corey on his close personal friend, Helio Castroneves, winning the Indy 500. <laughs> Man, I'm a Formula One guy. And, I'm not IndyCar. Come and on. on his UVA men's lacrosse team taking home the well, natty. That was big. Big week for you. That was big. If each of you had to pick one life-threatening challenge to complete, who would be assigned what task? And here they are. Oof. Chain smoke 20 heaters. Eat 10 McDonald's cheeseburgers in 90 minutes with only hot coffee to drink. Walk around in skis for an entire day. Hashtag midnight madness for that ass. <laughs> I think he set this up in the order that he figured it would be. I'll smoke the 20 heaters. I think you guys all know that I would do that. I'm not a smoker, but, I mean, I was reckless in my youth, so, I, you know, I abused yeah, I my body I, more I, than I, most I, I, I back I in the day. I smoked a cigarette when I was eight, and that was it. Yeah, I, in college I when I was drinking, I'd yeah, I don't, I never smoked. There. Yeah, I never smoked in college, but I did when I was a kid a couple of times. I like would like just to see, like I grabbed like some butts from my parents from the ashtray, like when nobody was just around, to see, and you taste and it. Then I'd light them and oh, just smoke the, like the butt. I, my, mine was the stupid college thing where you get yeah. every too many. Uh, in, dude, yeah, I had so many friends in college. Yeah. Well, I only do it when I drink. Yeah, and it's yeah. like we do. We drink five nights a week. Yeah, we yeah. drink every so night. You were a smoker. You're a smoker, man. I wasn't, but and then my friends would get mad. They'd be like, "You've never bought a pack of cigarettes in your." life but here we are having a beer and you're gonna take mine yeah. every time like, yep. i was that a-hole yeah yeah so that would be well when me. you don't buy the cigarettes yourselves you can't admit that you're actually right, a smoker right. well, and you're, right. you're just lying to yourself yeah man I, definitely obviously i could eat the cheeseburgers the question is the the coffee i don't know about it i'm not a big eat I, i'll drink some coffee occasionally awesome. but not when i'm eating i'm not a big in fact that's the only way i would eat the cheeseburgers is if you gave me the coffee, <laughs> the coffee. yeah i'd be in yeah, and then, you can do all these challenges yeah. you could just do this could be well, the, no, no, the cameron slam no no i think you've got the cheeseburgers and then uh i'll walk Around the skis. Around skis. I was thinking about it because I sometimes uh, when I used to go to McDonald's, that would be my meal was the two cheeseburger meal. And they're not because they're tiny. They're yeah. like almost crystal burgers. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm like, man, I think I could eat. I could eat 10 of those in 90 minutes. And I'm like, well, man, by the sixth one, you're like, I don't know if this is right. This, <laughs> I, I think by the sixth one in, in 45 minutes, you're like, I, this isn't going. I, I can't keep doing this. 
Remember when uh, it was at the Chick-fil-A bowl and everybody was eating like two or three yeah. Chick-fil-A oh, sandwiches? You but you always feel terrible Man, after you eat like oh. so the second, just yeah. two. That the, second one, you're like, why did I do this? <laughs> yeah. Why did I do this? Yeah. And the third one, when you go into that, <laughs> dig into that third, you're like, this ain't right. You're about to be comatose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just so tasty. You're about to code. And you say to yourself, I know this is bad. I know I shouldn't do this, but damn, it's so tasty. And yeah. then you have that And when do you have, a, have no, another chance to eat as many Chick-fil-A sandwiches as you can? For free. For free. Yeah. You've got to take advantage. This is heaven. Like, I saw people grabbing four at a time walking <laughs> Yeah. What are we doing here? <laughs> Lathering mayonnaise all over them. Like, this is not going to be good. Uh, Terry writes, see more. Welcome back, gentlemen and Corey. Last week, I was at the DMV and overheard a conversation between a Gator and a Knoll. The Gator fan was advising the Knoll fan about how unfair it was and how unfair FSU was to Willie Taggart. He just needed more time. It took all I could do not to interject myself into the conversation and make the case. Have any of you ever heard such an inane conversation regarding sports that you jumped in on, or do you always just walk away? I usually walk away. I think better of it. I've, I've, I've made... I've made a couple corrections to erroneous facts to what Mm. what the person thought was a fact, and I'd say that didn't happen. That's not true. That's probably the only time I've ever done something like that. I think I'll jump in on it if uh, – yeah, I'll jump in. Not not a lot, but, like, if there are people I know. Like, if if I'm overhearing – Oh, yeah, nonsense. But, like, even, like, the dads on Brady's travel ball team, if they're saying something really dumb about sports, I I just feel like I have to. I'm like no, it is something. It could be something like no, Ozzy Albies is a switch hitter. Yeah, that's why you. But he's really good from the right. Whatever it is, I just feel like I have to correct. Him. I'll do it if you are stating untruths about a about a person about a sport. Like if if you say somebody won something that they didn't win, I'm going to correct you. If you say that so and so was a terrible coach and he's the third winningest coach of all time, I'm going to go no, that's not true. He wasn't a terrible coach. Like I, you know, you know the weird thing though is I'm and I watching LeBron James in person. It, literally, he argues every call. Yeah. If you're in the building, yeah, like it, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. TV doesn't even do it justice. Yeah. He argues every Drives every you nuts, call, right? Yeah, and he, you know, he does the flopping and the whining and everything. But I'll have these friends that'll complain about LeBron. I've just never liked LeBron. And I'm, you're like, what? He is a, seemingly a very, very good man, and has done a lot of good things out off the court. On the court, I get it. You know, you don't like his antics, but here's what I would tell you. But but I've gotten into those conversations. Better than him at that age to be a high school phenom on ESPN on the front cover of Sports Illustrated to make that kind of money to be the face of a franchise at that age to uplift an entire community. Twenty years later, yeah, still doing it. So those are those are the ones where I won't. I won't let somebody uh, besmirch LeBron the person. You know, that's where you draw the line. That's where I draw the line because I think LeBron's Corey's a good got person. A very distinct. <laughs> yeah, like, say something say about LeBron. Whatever you want about anybody else, but don't you, Ever. don't you besmirch LeBron? Yeah, James. I agree about Mother Teresa. Yeah. Overrated. Yeah, but LeBron, LeBron don't I say that about what LeBron. You're saying about LeBron. <laughs> the one I had with my family, and uh, this was with my dad and my brother. That's when it can get dicey. May they, may they both rest in peace. But like, I had become a sports writer, and this is you know, man, I'd been a sports writer for 15 years. I'm covering college teams. I'd covered, you know, I'd, yeah. I'd been in the business. You're professional. Like in that, that's what I do for a living. Correct. And they would still, but I was the baby of the family. So my dad and my brother, we'd get together for, you know, holidays or whatever. And they would start talking about sports, neither of which they really knew a whole lot about. But they would have these strong opinions on both sides of an issue. And I'd just be yeah, sitting there gosh. like, and I would just. Uh, You'd bite hold? your tongue with your family? Well, because I'm the. Like I would oh. try, even if I tried to, they wouldn't like listen. Oh, they were right. they were not talking to a guy who works in sports. They were talking to the I youngest, the yeah, kid that the lit kid. up, burned cigarettes out of the ashtray, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right, right. And also set a fire in the living room one yeah. time. Um, so yeah, so so, but even in those situations, I've just I've never been, and that's how I'm with politics and everything else. Like, I mean, I just don't. I don't, I don't feel waste need, my time getting into. I don't this. feel a need to to change your opinion. Right. You know where it happened a lot for me was Jameis. It happened yeah, a lot yeah. for me with Jameis. There's so much misinformation about Jameis. Yeah. It, it was it ran rampant for about two years. I mean, people you would have thought that he assassinated somebody. I mean, it was insane. And occasionally, I would have to be like, no, no, that's not accurate. That didn't happen. That's that's 100 verifiably false. Right. You know, I would do that occasionally, but that, and even then, you're like, oh, I'm going to open up this can of worms. Here yeah. we go. It was it was brutal. Seminole headlines. 97.9 ESPN Radio continues in a moment. Seminole headlines will take a breather. More next. Seminal Headlines returns now on 97.9 ESPN Radio. Back to headliner questions, and away we go. Robert writes, hey, guys, what do you give the Knowles chances to win in Oxford? How far can this baseball team go? Also, have you all watched the Chris Norton story on Netflix? What an inspirational story. I've not watched the Chris Norton story. I don't know what that is. 
I don't either. Um, so maybe maybe we'll, we'll do some go back and look. Yeah, do some research. Sorry about that, Robert. Uh, and then the part about the Knowles chances. I don't think they can win the national championship because they're well, not just consistent enough. But, yeah, I think they can win the Oxford Regional. I, mean, I would say 40%, 35% chance. Yeah, I'd say uh, 25%. There's four right. teams there. <laughs> there you go. So they have a 25%. No, so they have a better shot than Southeast Missouri. Yeah. They have part. They have the ACC pitcher of the gonna year. going to give them 37%. i would be in the mid-30s. Yeah. I mean, Ole Miss is a good team, man. I mean, they're a good team. So I went 35. Are you going to – Price is right wagering. Are you going to go 36% no, 33, or 33. 1%? 1%. Well, 33 makes no sense. You're a dumb 33 guy. and a third? 1%. 1%. <laughs> 1%. They have a 1% chance. So well, then you, I win. You, you've overbid. Yeah. I don't think that's how it Unless works I when you're doing – So I, I think they have – again, they have some dudes that can hit. If they get hot and they have pitching, they really do have pitching. They have elite front line. Uh, the bullpen, they have four or five. Pitching. That's what I'm saying. They have good they have good enough pitching to win a regional. Mm-hmm. They can they can shut down some bats, um, depending on who they use and if they walk kids. But so that's they got a chance, man. They got a puncher's chance. Of course they, they do. got they yeah. got good pitching and they can hit home runs. And they're not fearful about playing on the road. It's one of the things I do like about right. the team is they, they they'll buck up on the road now. Um I don't know. I, I it's it's such a weird thing. I, I said earlier in the show that I'm not going to go into these games with any expectation. I'm going to sit back and root, hope like hell they win, but I don't have an expectation that they will. Right. I wouldn't put any money on them getting out nope. of this, but I would say I do feel better about their chances to play well in either of those first two games against Southern Miss or against Ole Miss than I would a sleepy Thursday or Friday afternoon in the 1-4 one, one matchup mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. with like – 600 people in the stands. That's kind of interesting. I can't believe how far we've fallen in terms of the fan stuff. Uh, Corey bringing it up earlier, it reminds me of a co- you know the topic we had two weeks ago when we talked about this. It just it saddens me. This was, I mean, this was the cornerstone of college baseball in a lot of ways. I mean, there were, there were other places. Yeah. LSU had it for a long, long time, obviously, and Miami's been great. But like f- people knew coming to Tallahassee it was a thing. Like to be in that ballpark against this program with these fans, the animals, the section B, the whole deal. It just feels like, it's it's gone. Maybe it'll come back though. Yeah. The, uh, it's called Seven Yards. It's the true story of former college football player Chris Norton, who defied the odds after a devastating accident with the woman he loves by his side. I think it's a documentary. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah, it's a documentary called so he, Seven did, Yards. The did Chris he walk Norton again? Story. Is that what this is? I mean, I mean, I haven't, wa- like I haven't watched yeah. it in that in that forty five second that I looked it up. Did I didn't, you, I didn't did, get to watch the. Did you uh, movie. did you um watch the was it the Drew. I don't remember what his last name was. Uh, the the guy who shot himself in the head, the baseball player, and lived. Oh, he's the and he hit a home run. Yeah, home run. Drew Peterson, oh, I think. Oh, yeah, oh. the the minor league prospect. Yeah, I don't think it's Peterson, but yes, he hit a home yeah. run. Yeah, he had, he got one eye. Yeah, yeah. Out there playing baseball, but I watched the E60 the other day, and it was fantastic. Yeah, the one on to, Freddie Freeman is really good too. With his watched mom. it as well. That's a tearjerker. Good lord, you can't watch that without crying. No, in that's five a rough minutes. one. Yeah. That's a rough one. I mean, I'm sitting there watching that with my. I was watching it with my dad. I mean, it's too early. You don't have to keep bringing that up. (laughs) (laughs) Grief. Frederick writes, Jeff, Ira, and Sweet Pea is FSU finally in its next era. With the new president selected, Norvell Mm. being mostly settled in, Alfred in place to keep running the boosters or become our next AD. Assuming we return back to national relevance either this or next season in terms of earning a respectable number of wins each year, do you feel FSU is finally... Uh, finally has the people, pieces, and money in place to become a sustained football power and not have one or two flash years and then fade away a la Texas, Mark Ricks, Miami, Auburn, etc. Um, <clears throat> they're getting there, Frederick. I don't think they're all the way there. The money is not where it needs to be just yet. Uh, they do have to hire an athletic director, uh, and so we'll, we'll see. I mean, that's the next piece. But it's definitely a new era. You it's got a new president. A new you got a new head coach. You got a new uh, uh, head of the boosters. You will have a new AD at some point. So, yeah, it's definitely the the start of a new era. You just hope it's a a booming one, right, Ira? Yeah, yeah. Everything's – every. I would say everything's where it needs to be, but but a lot of things are lined up now yeah. to be headed in the right direction. Well, and you're about to get the lacrosse money. Right. The windfall. Things being, things being aligned where they need to be allows you to take advantage of the advantage that Florida State's always had other, other over other programs, which is, again, regionally where they are and their ability to recruit elite athletes in this region. The cachet is there, so people still, I mean, they're not that far removed from winning a national title. So people know that Florida State, when right, is, a, you know, a top five program, period. Um, it's not like you're trying to di- build to something that's never been done. I think Florida State can get back to that, but they... Getting the new president, finding your athletic director, 
whether that's Alfred who moves over and you bring in somebody else for the boosters, I don't know. But the bottom line is they I think they do have things in order, and I think they got the right coach. We'll see if they have the right defensive coordinator. Isn't that what we're all kind of wondering yeah. about this year more than anything else? We'll, we'll see. It's funny because that question piggybacks here from my, well, Michael does anyhow. It is a sense I get from Forest State fans. Michael writes, with this midnight madness for football, I get a sense we're slowly climbing back up again, guys, like leading to the 2013 type of year. Of course, not quite there yet, but hearing how many people are and how innovative Norvell is and it's impressing people, I think there'll be an upset this fall somewhere along the line, either Miami or Florida or Notre Dame. We've kind of hit on this. The question continues, but... I do think that's possible because I don't know. Florida may be in shambles by the end of the year. They they don't like their coach. So let's see what happens there. Right. Miami's not well coached. They've got better players, but they're not well coached. And then Notre Dame, you got early, and they're having to go through an overhaul. So I suppose if you come out organized. And they lost can, the Gibbons kid. Yeah. So it might, yeah, it might be absolutely huge. <laughs> if you only watched Miami when FSU played them, you might think there's a huge disparity. But right. there were a lot of other games if you watched Miami, you would not think there's Yeah, they weren't very good. They weren't. Um, I I think yes. Even Derek King, if he's healthy, I mean, like he's not great. You know, he looked unbelievable against Florida State. Yeah, but lots of people but did. who didn't? Yeah. Who didn't? Everybody did. Pit but there were a lot of other games. Jeff Sims out there starting his Heisman run. There were plenty of other games where he looked pretty marginal. Yeah, so yeah, I think it's entirely possible. Uh, Tony writes, "What Norvell couldn't borrow the Batmobile from the car museum?" Uh, New dong for Dugans. Congrats to the Lady Knowles moving on to OK City. What would be more drastic of a move? Meet coaching the softball team or Coach A taking over the baseball team? Later, gents. That's from Big T. Drastic in a good way or drastic in a bad way? I think they both would be very drastic. I think uh, they're I just think- the personalities being in infl- like. I, yeah, that would be that would be very drastic. I think I, I'd give Lonnie the edge in having a chance to make it work. I don't know how Meat would go. Yeah, Meat Meat's personality might clash a little bit there. You think? Yeah. <laughs> yeah might, maybe Especially that bit. team that's all fun loving and bubbly. Mm. <laughs> He's just like throwing bats. What the f- are you people doing in here? Can, uh, did you just curse? Yes. Oh yeah. boy! All right, I got to mark that down now. Sorry. Arrow six mark. Okay, I was out here screaming. Uh, we got it. Nick writes, oh, Kevin writes, can Jeff please break down the beautiful play by the Pirates' first baseman versus the Cubs, and has that made him reconsider his bad life choices? Kevin, I'm a, I'm a lifelong Pirates fan, will be. Uh, I want the owner of the Pirates, Robert Nutting, to die. Uh, and, I, and I mean that sincerely. Right. Um, I mean, I guess. I shouldn't say that. but I, I, You'd rather I, him just sell the team. Or die. But, uh, because but who takes over when he dies? Well, it's, it's anybody. It could be family members. Well, it could be a a bum on the street. It could be like the the kid that takes over the twins. Corey, the Pirates payroll is forty million dollars. Yeah, I know. It's it's ridiculous, dude. You've got a player on your team that makes more than that. Yeah. What do we do? So that play, by the way, I I it defies belief. I was slack jawed. It wouldn't. it's Will Craig, by the way, who's uh, who's he's the he's been first around player. though, yeah. right? He's a baseball player. Yeah. This wasn't it wasn't bring a it fan to the field. Does your have kids, a fan play first day? He's hit a home run in the majors, Corey. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Both yeah. of your kids play. did he know to round first, second, third, and then touch home? Yeah, he did. Both of your kids play like that, you know, yeah. middle school age baseball. And if it happened in one of your games. People would be like, "How the did that just happen?" Yeah, in the in the whole in everybody on the field would be touch first, touch first, tag them. Do it, not toss it to the catcher. I was, I was in awe, and all I could do was laugh. It is such a pirate thing to have happen. And then Ira adds into it, "Come get your team," you know, <laughs> right. on Twitter. That's all right. I I didn't tweet back that we had a better record than the Orioles. The, or- the Orioles have lost fourteen games in a row, yeah, by the way. I, right I just now, let it it's be. incredible. I just let it be. I, yeah, but look, I, it would be an accomplishment if the. Uh, if the first baseman caught the ball, I, I'm yeah. I, I was in awe watching that because the the big thing there is that there's two outs. There's two outs. It's there's a force two out. Outs. Go. Step you can go. On the bag. You can let him go. Walk to the dugout. Yes. And go get his glove and tag him in the dugout. That runner touching home does not matter. Right. It's still a force out. It was unreal. Hey, I was going to say though, going back to the question about this feeling like 2013, the one kind the of build up to the build up. We know that Jimbo knew what elite college football looked like, how it was coached, how it was recruited, how it was evaluated, because he had been doing it under the best that's ever done it. Yeah. And he had an eye for it. Isn't that kind of the one thing we still don't – well, there's many things we don't know about Norvell. But he's never coached at a place like LSU, like Jimbo had. Right. He's never seen up close what a championship 
team looks like, feels like, practices like. So is that maybe the one, like when we say the build up to 13, you knew Jimbo could get good players and you knew Jimbo could recruit and you knew he knew what it looked like. We didn't know that he was going to do what he did, but you knew that he was going to stockpile the team. There were questions though. There were some questions, just different questions. Yeah, they're they're different questions, but I think we we definitely trusted his judgment of personnel. Well, also, I mean. Like as soon as he came, he's like Preston Parker is the only kid that could play, that should be on this team. Well, and I I will say this, and I, I, luckily I did have a a front row seat for it because I would talk to Jimbo when he was OC. And I had him on the show. I mean, uh, Bowden wouldn't talk to me. So I had Jimbo on as the offense coordinator. And and then later on, head coach and waiting. And maybe he just sold me really well, but I did believe that, that we would win a national championship with him. And but, I remember calling one of my Gator buddies and telling him, we're going to win a national championship with him. Because what, what, were you pro- feeling, what were you feeling, I don't know, 2012, that, I got that night of the NC State game? Oh, no, that was, or it was maddening. the day of the Florida game. No, but look what the way they were recruiting. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not denying that. I'm just saying there were players oh, on the team who'd started to not have questions about Jimbo yeah. during that season. Sure. I, listen, his style was always going to warrant second guessing in a lot of ways, and in in the way he managed games. Yeah, you know, so ultra conservatively. In yeah, and, and and I needed him to take that step forward, but I did believe that. Listen, he was one of the first, at least that I got to hear. And they have five, that, six assistant coaches leave on their own. That didn't yeah. shock me though, because he was because he was ruthless. Yeah, right? but I got you, but it, it doesn't. You know, again, those are, there were yeah. there were there were issues. It wasn't like this was. Oh man, this is a no doubter. Right, but one of, again, the point being that, uh, and I'm not saying Norvell can't do it. Everybody has to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. But you knew that Jimbo knew what he had been oh, around no it. That's yeah. that's that's the point. Norvell's never been. He's never been on a staff that's been close to a national championship. Right. But, but that doesn't mean he can't build one. Couple I don't know that here. Saban had been on one until he was on one. You know what I mean? Michigan State never came close to a national championship. Ella, you know, so C- you got to do it though. to do it. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, yes, that's when you know for sure because you break through and you win that national title. But I also think that if you're really good at player evaluation, you know what a good football player looks right. like. I mean, whether you won a national championship or not, you, and know, you know what, what good you're going up looks like. Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of things that I mean. The, he does get to see what Clemson looks like. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, what, now, what I do think is a very fair question is because I, I, I'm not totally there with you on that. I, I do think it's fair to ask whether or not he can get those guys because that, to me, that's and then also manage those guys because that is a different thing. I mean, man, you know, yeah, managing leading, a two star at Memphis is exactly. different than a four and a half yeah. star, Correct. five star Correct. at Florida State. Right. It just and, is. And the, the, you know, and this is not a shot at Norvell because I think mm-hmm. he's doing the right things. I think he's going to be the right guy. But, you know, if you were just going based on what we've seen so far last year, it didn't work with any of those guys. Now, maybe they were not salvageable, but the best players you had, on, other than Asante Samuel, the best players you had on that team did not perform. Uh, I think it was COVID. I really I, 100%. Yeah, yeah. I definitely, I'm just saying, if you just look at from a f- factual standpoint, right. you didn't know anything yeah. else, I could see somebody making that argument. Hey, man, you had you know four or five guys that went in the draft that didn't do anything for you. Yeah, uh, well, I would disagree with them about that being Norvell's fault, but I, I understand agree. what you're I saying. Agree. I understand. Seminal Headlines continues in a moment. Seminal Headlines will take a breather. More next. Seminal Headlines returns now on 97.9 ESPN Radio. Let's keep it rolling here as the questions, uh, we got to get through these, make sure we catch up. Howdy, gentlemen, writes Trip. Norvell and staff have the most recruiting momentum in the highest ranked class we've had in four years following the worst season in program history and a recruiting dead period. Our excitement has been burned before, so how can we temper expectations? to prevent telling elite lies all off season. Uh, hashtag ready to say we're back for that ass. Yeah, Trip, I'm hoping to say that as well. But I, this is Corey got mad at us in the first hour. We're realists on the show. We can tell you that all of that stuff you just mentioned is true, man. They're recruiting like gangbusters despite that season they had yeah. a year ago. Uh, there is real momentum, but but they're not good. That team's not going to win nine games. They're not. Um, they they might win eight. Maybe that's the high end of what they can do, I believe. Now, I really, if I get proven wrong in that, man, holy, Katie barred the door and celebrate and let's all get excited. But I, I just don't see it. I don't Why think do you think Katie enough. barred the door? Man, that's a, that, I'm going to look that up because that's crazier than a, uh, skinning cats, <laughs> cats and all the stuff, stuff we've yeah, done. Yeah. Let um, the cat out of the bag. Yeah. But on that, on that question, you know, I, I think, yeah, it's like, I guess you'd equate to like starting a business. If you started a business that you thought had a chance to be real successful, and at some point, man, I know this thing is going to pay off down the road. Right. But that doesn't mean you're going to eat at Shula's tomorrow night. Right. You know, and it doesn't. That doesn't change your life situation right now. But you can feel like it's that's heading in the right direction, yeah. and that's that's the balance I think people have to have. A good business like Horizons 
Bam. Bam. A very good business like Horizons. I like the fact that you were looking up Katie Bars the door, and you, you had that look like you wanted to speak, so I was thinking you were going to tell us the but answer to that. But he just broke into Horizon. Instead, he knew in his in his mind, well, the metal clock. Horizons He's like Bar and Grill kitchen is, with that is clock fantastic. It's fantastic. The Don't bar awesome. the door going no. into Horizons. But I, you uh, want to get inside. So what? maybe this segment. No, no, I'm not doing Katie Bar the door. It's a long, it has something to do with a poem from the 1880s and someone named Catherine Douglas, and I'm right, not we doing don't it. Care. We're not Tell doing us about it. Horizons, though. Uh, but, so I went to Horizons a uh, couple weeks. Yeah, we didn't do a show last week, so before that I'd gone there with uh, Tim Linnefelt and his, uh, and his wife. He's and, back um, out in public. He is. He all made right, it out. Good to see you. It's been, it's been a long dude, time. Man, you give that guy a vaccine. Mm, yeah, all of a sudden he's, he's yeah, kicking down doors. Kicking, licking doorknobs. He's in a mosh pit. And um, so we got the mac and cheese bites. I don't talk about them enough. They have two different kinds. They have a, you can put the- uh, little like, spice on them. little there? spice, like yeah. a wing sauce on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Tim was, Tim was dumbfounded how good the mac and yeah. cheese bites were. But they're incredible. And so he ordered, I mean, there's only four of us at the table. We got the whole thing of mac and cheese bites- he did it another up again. Round. He did another round Let's of mac back, and cheese boys. bites. Let's Unprecedented. Back on <laughs> Unprecedented. You don't see that a lot in the appetizer you game. Not with four people. Instead of another round of drinks, yeah, <laughs> run, some no, next round of cheese. Yeah. yeah. So that's how good it was, man. It was good. I had the salmon. The salmon was really good. I love it's, salmon, and their salmon's good. I've had it as well. Yeah, it's good. The whole it's all good. It's all good. They don't have Deckerhoff in the bathroom. We got to figure that out. But other than that, I, it I it's just it's a really good place to go eat and watch watch sports. Did you guys sit outside or just sit inside? Inside. Nice. Yeah, yeah the Linfelds don't care. No, they don't care at um, all anymore. But, yeah, it's located at Bannerman Crossing, which is right off Thomasville Road at Bannerman Road on the northeast side of town. Great place, great location, great vibe, great people, and delicious uh, mac and cheese. And bread. they have brunch on Sundays until 2. So go there for brunch as well. They still giving away free food? Yeah, if you say Corey Clark yeah. sent you, you yeah. get a free eggs benedict. We're still doing it. <laughs> An amazing deal. It's called the Clark Benedict. Just I, I, tell them Corey sent you. I walk in and do this, and they never give it to me. <laughs> they look at you they dumbfounded. They like, what are you talking about? And then they say, tell him to stop doing that. <laughs> Nick writes, just in the last week, we've seen a first baseman forget a force out ends an inning. A catcher trying to throw out a runner stealing on a walk. Yeah. <laughs> and throw the ball into the outfield. And every runner on third getting thrown out at home on a ball directly hit into a drawn infield. I thought baseball players were supposed to be the smart athletes. Yeah, no, it's been something. Who it's told been an interesting week. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, with the catchers, right. though, if it's a 3 2 pitch and you think it's a strike, you got to throw down you there in case it's a throw. Yeah. You got to throw down there. It's just you don't want to throw it in the center. This field. is a funny one. You're going to like this, guys. It preys on our. Hey, do we uh, ever move to Twitter or are we just going to roll with Facebook? Facebook right now. Come on, man. Hey, get, it, get it up bigger. All get right. it up quicker. Hey, now. Hey. hey Charlie. Jordan. He said it's 50s. I don't know why. I said get it up bigger. Yeah. He said get it up bigger. He's doing what he can. I got him. I yeah. got him. That was good. Charlie writes, you guys really think you have to order the a bunch quicker's of- not the problem. <laughs> you guys really think you have to order a bunch of shirts to sell shirts? Google drop shipping or get an intern who was born after 1990. I get that you're newspaper and radio guys, but get the net. It's like 2015 or something. You never physically have to touch the t-shirts anymore. The listener orders online and a drop shipping company prints and ships them on demand. I think fellas. he's hired. He's hired. He's Charlie, you're our guy. Drop manager. ship for us. Whatever Charlie, we is. want. What do we want? Nine, we want 95 percent you keep five for yourself yeah. no trouble you apparently it's no trouble at all you should be doing it for free he probably just ordered it now <laughs> right listening to the pod andrew writes uh, with kane madden visiting the campus it's time for some serious questions does anybody know if john madden is still alive <laughs> i haven't heard mention of those eyebrows and what it feels like forever additionally who's your favorite all-time kane the undertaker's brother the <laughs> traveling hero from kung fu the actor from some some <laughs> from such classics as miss congeniality and a muppet christmas carol and brad Kaya. <laughs> John Madden is still alive. He's yes. 85. I knew that. Yeah. I guess I would have remembered if he died. Yeah, we would have known John that. Madden was dead. It's kind of a miracle that he is alive. Yeah, he's huge. Well, yeah. he was. Anyhow, yeah. He's 85? Yeah, man. You never see him anymore. That's why. Yeah. They got him locked away. 85's getting a, Um, I can't think of a cane that I would... He just mentioned a bunch just, of them. Yeah, but I didn't yeah. watch Kung Fu. That was before my time. Um... I don't really know the uh, the wrestler Kane. Yeah, you do. He wore the red mask. He no, I mean, like but I didn't watch him. I don't know. Yeah, did he? Was he? Was he athletic? Did he have yeah, good moves? A, did he have like a good a finishing move? Three hundred something really pounds. Big yeah. dude. He's just, a yeah. massive dude. Yeah, he looked like the Undertaker. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't really. Uh, Devin Hester. He was a good Kane, right? He was fun no, to watch. Good lord! If you're doing that, no man. Oh, sorry. 
Pat Burrell. Besides, seemed like a good dude. Kirby, Kirby Freeman. Yeah, Kirby Freeman was great. No, the best Kane is the wide receiver that played with the Texans forever. That's the best. Andre Hill. Uh, Andre. Uh, no. Um, so who's the wide receiver? Is the Pro Bowler year in and year out? Oh, uh, Andre Johnson. Andre Johnson. Andre Johnson. Yeah, yeah. He was this guy. Andre the best Hill. Kane. Andre Hill. I was like, who the hell's? You think of Randall Hill? Oh, I was. Yeah, Randall Thrill Hill. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Marlon writes, okay, boys, I keep hearing nationally that FSU, when right, might be able to co- close the gap on Clemson, downplaying our ability to be an elite. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Start all over here. I'm reading this wrong. Okay, boys, I keep hearing nationally that FSU, when right, might be able to be close to what Clemson is now, downplaying our ability to be an elite team. Um, okay, well, I don't know who's saying that nationally. It's somebody who's like 10. And he's taking umbrage to that? Well, he's mad that maybe they think that Florida State couldn't reach Clemson's heights. Right, when Florida yeah, that's State, what he's saying. Florida State showed Clemson what heights look yeah, like. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I mean, that's man. Everybody's a prisoner of the moment. Um, so that's just you know that's just what it is. But it's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't worry about it. Reed writes, gentlemen, what do you think of FSU's new president-elect? Does his hire provide any clarity on the future of the university's athletic director? Well, I think his mere hiring, Reed, does. I mean, by by definition, you're now going to get a guy, the president's going to decide whether or not to keep David Coburn or to move on. It was always my understanding that David never wanted the job to begin with. He did it as a favor for Thrasher. Then maybe later on, he worked his way into it and liked it, uh, so much so that he wanted to be president of the university. But that said, I don't, no, I think these we're going to get an athletic director. I don't think it's going to be like his first agenda item because you know this guy is a it does not have an athletic background. I mean, he's been a straight right. up he, yeah, he's an know, academic. He's, he's yeah. obviously at Harvard, right? And before that, he was at um, the school in Pittsburgh. But um, he does understand Carnegie Mellon. Carnegie yes. Mellon, yeah. But he does understand the importance of athletics. I'm not saying he doesn't. Yeah. I'm just saying it's not like I, I don't know that he's going to be a guy that's going to be wired to say, okay, this is the guy I'm bringing in. The AD at, at Mississippi State or wherever is the guy I'm coming. You know, like the, that's what happens at a lot of schools is the president yeah, knows gets in there and does, yeah. I'm not sure that this guy's going to have that. So I could see Coburn staying in maybe in a, in a preliminary role and transitional role. Um, his contract's not up or anything like that. Now, a lot of people do want to see Michael Alford step in there. Um, we have to see how that all plays out. But, yeah, a lot of that's going to depend on what the what the next president wants. And, you know, and, and he may evaluate it before he makes a decision. You know, sometimes – with those positions, like all the staff members will, like the VPs will like tender the resignations, and then the president has to decide whether or not I'm going to keep them, and so that process is going. to – But I wouldn't imagine athletics is going to be number one on his because that's not really his his bailiwick. But but he's, I, think, I bet he's big into lacrosse though, being in the Northeast with Carnegie Mellon and Harvard. I, I think he knows that for FSU to get where they want to go across the board. Football's got to be good. Sure. Uh, athletics will really matter. And I think in addition to that, even if that's not your area of expertise, there are people that you hire who can right. help advise you. Well, in that's that why I made the point of saying the yes. stuff about, we. I know we got a spot for a transfer lineman and all mm-hmm. that. I mean, you know, he just read War Chant the night before, but still, it was a smart thing to do. Uh, Ryan writes, fellas, what do you think of all the popcorn and bug eye emojis from our staff on Twitter? Call me Grant Torino, but this feels like Tiger 2.0. How do you think this makes the staff? (laughs) That's really, really funny. Call me Grant Torino, but this feels like Tiger 2.0. How do you think this makes the staff look if we go six and six and these kids bail? No, man, but the the point is it's it's backed up with the stuff they're doing in real life, like welcoming them into the lobby at 1201. Like, I think... That stuff really matters. I think these guys are much more organized, and it's not just let me show you how cool I am on social media with a cool correct. Gift. And and just to emphasize, people who maybe weren't paying total total attention during Willie's time or in the uh, p- aftermath as we kind of did our postmortems, it doesn't seem like a big deal. The fact that they have a clocks and they know it's twelve oh one, and hey, be ready. But there were a lot of times where kids would come on visits and things were not buttoned up. No, and coaches weren't there. And they were wandering. And, yeah, so there were there. Ha- that seems like a low bar. Yeah, but, but they had they but, but they're organized. Like the Kane Madden Natalie thing. I think they tried to get that trending. And and this thing where they're all tweeting on Memorial Day tw- 12 hours, 11 hours, 10 hours. Like right. that's all nor- coming from Norvell saying we are doing this every hour on the hour you're all on board. So at least there's some organization there. If you, if you, if they don't win games then yeah, you'll look back and say oh. Well, so and, and and I'll say this Ryan, um they they're probably going to go 6 and 6. Maybe 7 and 5. Um, but that that's that's not below expectations. That would be meeting expectations. You double your win total. Yeah, I mean that that they're just not real good. But I mean, 
I also it's the parlance of our times, right? I mean, you got to be on social media yeah. doing dumbass things like emojis for kids. Right. I mean, that's just the way it works. All these guys to, to varying degrees do this. Uh, last question from the Facebook guys, because then we can go Twitter all. Final Let's go statement. closing strong. Go, Sean writes, "Time to take Seminole headlines back on the road. Who's going to Oxford? None of us." Yeah. yeah, I mean, we will, yeah. The problem is, Florida State does have the big camp this weekend. There's some other stuff going on. So, yeah, I don't know that we're going to make And you still can't do in person interviews. So, it would still be on Zoom. So, uh, I yeah, don't. That, that's the problem. That that's the main problem. You there, can yeah. throw beer on each other in the stands, <laughs> but you can't do in person interviews still. When are we getting past this, fellas? I mean, it drives this me fall, nuts. buddy. It's yeah, all I mean, football. God, football. Here we go. We'll come back, wrap it up momentarily. We'll get to uh, Twitter questions next. Seminal Headlines will take a breather. More next. Seminal Headlines returns now on 97.9 ESPN Radio. All right, here we go, boys. Time to uh, get to Ira's favorite segment. He's just <laughs> abandoned the Facebook folks. I mean, you know, somebody's got to stand up for the Twitter people. And, and mm, nobody, you guys yeah, certainly yeah. aren't going to do it. No. Mm-mm. Facebook's with us, been with us through uh, thick and thin. I don't know, man. I feel like two months ago, Jeff was ready to abandon Facebook. Well, and now he's right, just sure. I, I hate Facebook in general. I also hate Twitter. I want to ask general. the new president. Was he there when Zuckerberg was there? How long was he at Harvard? Uh, he Not like 10 years. Oh, well, never mind then. Um, this is great, Jeff. I'm sorry. I'm. Why would you to- start the segment and not have the Twitter feed even open? Well, That's, this this reminds me of back to about 90 minutes ago when Corey showed up 10 minutes late, and Jeff and I are standing outside of the building, and Corey walks up 10 minutes late. And what's and going goes, on here? What's going on? What are we? Uh, after Jeff said something kind of really important to my face, <laughs> like to talking about something, um, I didn't even respond. I was like, "What are we doing here? Can we go inside?" It's always about Corey. That's well, a, you know. Well, it looked like y'all were locked out. No, it was. I didn't know y'all were welcoming me. I got a key, buddy. Don't worry. Okay. Uh, Chaco writes: If Seminole headlines were to ever have celebrity guests, who would each of you pick? I'm, just, I'm guessing Jeff Cameron's show would go with Selma Hayek. Uh, hashtag Selma for that ass. That's a good hashtag, by the way. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, could, could, could another celebrity handle the three of us? The celebrity power in this room. Mm. And then they have to enter. The wattage is already. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough. We got Tom Segura, though. We were talking about before. You know, Tom the Skirt. comedian, yeah, he's a fan yeah, of the show. And he's, a, guy and he's a Florida us. State guy, uh, and we sort of, I, I, I hung out with him one night, yeah. in Raleigh. Yeah. So yeah, so we'll do that. Yeah, I think he'd fit in. He has our sense of humor. Mark writes, "How impressive has Norvell and staff been over the past several weeks? Is it just me reading the hometown news, or is FSU football as hot as it seems? Oh, and would you rather fight 100 sausage-sized Kane Maddens or one Madden-sized Milwaukee Brewers sausage mascot?" Definitely the hashtag yay sausage. Definitely the the hundred. I mean, sausage, yeah, little yeah, sausages. You just kick them and just kick them, rip them in yeah, half and eat them. Eat them. Yeah, forget about it. Put them on a grill. Um, what was the first part? Uh, how impressive just, has normal? Oh, is this is this? Like, yeah, again, we we always couch it because we should, but this stuff matters. Clearly, recruiting is a pretty big uh, part of college football, and he seems to be doing a really good job, and he's done well on the uh, transfer front too. But I mean, you know, the, it's. There's, it's probably going to have a limited impact on 2021. I mean, you know, the, the, all of this can be great. Now, the transfers help in 2021 for sure. Helps a lot. But but in general, the overall, yeah, if you get King Madden, that would be a big deal um, with everything else they've gotten. But it, but but in general, there's so much positive stuff that's all great, but you're not going to get returns on all that by this fall. No, but I think just to answer the specific question, I think they've done an amazing job. Right. I mean, there's no reason in hell they should have a top 10 recruiting class after the season that they just had on top of all the previous seasons that they had yeah. in the last three years. They so, had to land some of the transfers they Yeah, it's yeah. absolutely. If they, and if they land Kane Madden, I mean, like, Dude, Notre Dame wants Dude, you a second-team All-American. Yes, I know. So I mean, that would be, be huge, right? Uh, Walter writes, Coach Norvell opening the doors to more at midnight got me feeling like eight or nine wins, boys. Can we mm. have a party before September the 3rd? Hashtag sausage for that ass. Oh, hey, now. Uh, that was Walter. Um, as far as eight or nine wins, guys, I don't know how many times we have to say it on the show today. Pump the brakes. I mean, they're not winning nine games. Everything would though. have to go really perfect, I think. Yes. I mean, they'd have to they'd have to maximize every ounce of potential. That no they've injuries. Got. You yeah. upset Notre Dame and Miami. Guys play better than you expect in yeah. your position. Yeah. You get some breaks. Hey, th- that all that stuff's allowed to happen. It's though. on the table. Yeah, it's allowed to happen. It happens in other places. It's a good point. You have pointed out in the past that other schools pull upsets. It happens. <laughs> it really Occasionally. does. Occasionally, yeah, yeah, it, it does. does happen. Yes. Chris writes: Travis Hunter should be allowed to wear number two if he plays both ways. That kid's going to be transcendent, and he is a, and he is as committed as Norvell himself to leading us out of the valley i think it would be awesome do you all agree or is that too much pressure 
Uh, yeah, I don't agree with putting on the two, um, but he should be allowed to wear whatever other number he wants. I'd let him wear the two. Well, I know you would, um, but I, I, I you didn't let him wear the two. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be dictated if he's playing both ways. Like it should just be let him wear two if he wants to wear two. I don't know, man. Don't come. No, don't wear two. I'm not. I wouldn't guy. wear two if I'm him. Didn't Didn't D Rob want to wear two? Yeah. I mean, you just you're you're setting yourself up. I do think that kid is emblematic of Florida State. Yes, rising from the valley, as this as this gentleman put, puts it. I, I do think getting a kid of that caliber who is as committed and vocal for Florida State and as talented as he is could, many years from now, when we look back, be emblematic of an era that shifted the fortunes of Florida State football. Like getting a kid like that. We do it with LaMarcus Joyner all the time. We always talk about, man, when Florida State got LaMarcus Joyner and a couple other guys, all yeah. of a sudden it, it seemed to represent But Joyner wasn't even like this. Like, Joyner was joining a team that at least won the year before. They were 7-6, right. and six, but they had a winning record. Right. They weren't terrible. Like, this kid's a freak. And Joyner wasn't committed for over a year. Joyner committed, I feel like, kind of later in the game, right? I mean, it was right after Coach Bowden retired. So in December. I got fired. So this kid's been rec- since his ju- – well, uh, before his junior year. I mean, he's just been committed forever. So he's – I think he's even a little different than LaMarcus Joyner. He's a big uh, deal. It's just – it is, man. You, you, but you're you're almost setting himself up. You're letting him set himself up for failure. Well, he's a corner. Yeah. You're not a quarterback. Yeah. I mean, you do that with Jameis Winston, and it turned out to be right because he's freaking Jameis Winston. And and we've seen Justin Fields and other elite players at that position. Obviously, Clemson, a steady diet of the best right. quarterback in the nation. It changes an entire program's fortune. Corners, not typically. Right. So he Hopefully, he'll play both ways, though. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, Chris writes, now that Phil has his record as oldest to get a major, whose career and, more importantly, life would you rather have, Tiger Woods or Phil Mickelson? The roller coaster with Tiger or the consistency of being Phil but not being number one? Life? Oh, I think the life, I take Phil's. Grew up privileged, lives in Scottsdale, Arizona, was an all-world. He won a PGA Tour event as an amateur. Yeah. He was arguably the greatest college golfer in the history of college. But he was such he was known as such such a choker. Yeah, for but he's like got six years. majors now. Now he's got six majors. And he looks back and yeah, I, I think I'd probably do that. The 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 lows are too low with Tiger. Man. Oh, they're very he's low. just trying to walk right now. And he went through a can you believe he had a press conference to announce he was a sex addict yeah, that was, that was broadcast on national TV? Yeah. And the, like, what in the, the world? Jackass from the Masters. Oh, like, of course. Condemning the, him. That condescending nonsense. <laughs> yeah, like he went through all that and now is laid up and he's not sure he could walk. Sean wants to know, uh, Corey, were you chanting ACC, ACC as Virginia brought home the lacrosse championship? I'll be honest with you. I was so nervous. I couldn't watch the final few seconds. Mm. Uh, I just, the celebration. I, I thought about you. Yeah, it was, I, 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 haven't, I haven't wept. At a sporting event in a long time, yeah. but that was that was as close as, as the I've seconds come. were winding down, and they were peppering the net. I yes. was like, "Oh my God, Corey's going to Maryland's going to do it. Are we going to OT?" It was like me at the end of the uh, by the way, game. I I saw the the celebration, like the Virginia team running on the field. There's like 50 guys. Are there 50 guys on a lacrosse team? Might like it was the entirety of the athletic department. Right I mean, it was literally like 40 or 50 guys streaming towards the center of the field. Greg writes, "Which members of Norvell's staff do you think are his best hires? If Norvell could go back in time." Do you think there's any way he puts together a 10-man staff without any significant South Florida ties? That's a fair question. I, uh, I think he would have – I don't know if he would have had one of the 10 assistant coaches necessarily have to be an, uh, an on the or South Florida guy. I think he might have had one or two in the support staff, which he does now. Um, but uh, my – I mean, I think we, Alex Atkins probably um, is would be my – Vote for best assistant. I think all of us might choose yeah. Alex Atkins. Uh, not, yeah, not Atkins. groundbreaking. Yeah, he's been he's been great. Um, Corey wants to know: Have we ever watched Survivor? Which of you would do best on that show? I've never seen an episode of Survivor. So here's the deal: the only time I've ever watched it mm-hmm. in my life mm-hmm. was when Kim was giving birth to Molly. Ah, she went into labor in the morning. And so you just sit there all day and it was induced and, and there was an issue minor. thing. wasn't even like an issue really. It was basically, there was a reason she was in labor for like 10, 12 hours. And a lot of it was just sitting there and she wasn't even awake for part of it. And survivor was on. So you just TV, watched so I ended up watching a little bit. It's the only time in my life. When Bryce was born, the bucks beat the Cardinals. I watched some of that. When Brady was born, uh, Georgia made it to the uh, championship game, of the college world series and lost to Fresno state. That, that was that Buster's kid with year. the one-armed kid who oh, yeah. had yeah. all those home runs yeah. with the, with the, the crazy loaded bats. bat. Yeah, that was nuts. Um, I've only watched Survivor the first season, 
uh, it was the Richard Hatch one, and he was the one that walked around naked. 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 Yeah. Later went to jail. And, uh, Did he? IRS tax evasion. Oh, oh I didn't guy. know that. That's crazy. Oh. Um, I haven't heard that name in years. Yeah, so that was the only one I've watched. Uh, I'm more of a Real Housewives guy now. By the way, Corey, to answer your question, I wouldn't do well there. I'm not. Oh, not in no, a million years. No, no, no. I wouldn't do well. Oh, gosh. That's not my thing. Uh, final couple here, guys. I wouldn't even try out for it. No. I, 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 I've I, also, I've, 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 you know, I can't is say. Is it still a million dollars? Like, I, I, know, I know. I wonder what the prize is now, because I feel like a million dollars now isn't maybe the same as it was in. A million dollars is still a million dollars. still a million dollars, but let's up the ante a little bit, guys. Uh, George writes, first, yay sausage. Second, how confident are you that football finishes in the top 25? Not very. Not not very. No, not confident in that. Uh, Sherlock writes, it's your day one as president. What's the first thing you want to be briefed on? You've always wanted to know that only the president of the United States has access to. And and he he gives us choices, by the way. Aliens, D.B. Cooper, JFK, Coke's secret formula, why the ACC network isn't in Tallahassee. You know. (laughs) Yeah. If I was the president, I'd get to the bottom of that first. I think as president, we would want to know the aliens thing, right? I would do the Area 51. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. oh, JFK, uh, I, I know there's reports and there's speculation. Yeah, I think we know but, what happened in JFK's but, but, the, but the Area 51 is so weird that there's this huge Air Force base out in the desert. I don't even care about Groom- Area 51. The aliens in general, I yeah. want to know. Have we confirmed the, the deal with aliens? I, yeah. Yeah. That and then, um, yeah, I think I, that's probably it. I, I was, I was going to... Do we really land on the moon? I think is that is that is that can we can we can I get the, we definitely the details on, on the moon? Can I, can we, you can't say that with a certainty. We didn't definitely land on the moon. You've been told your whole life we landed on the moon because you're a sheep and you believe it. My so, favorite part of Corey just now, how, what, perfectly representing a segment of our population. So what, seriously, last though, seriously though, you get elected, right? Mm-hmm. You win. Everything's great. You're a great candidate. You win the landslide. You get in the office. You bring the staff together, and that's your first question. Guys, can I just ask one thing? Yeah, and they all, really land they on the all moon? call their wives. Did we go, land oh on the moon? God. How, how quickly do they? <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. You're quickly, not going to believe who we elected. How, is unbelievable. how quickly do they start leaking uh, yeah, yeah. news to the Washington yeah, Post? Because yeah. I can see the strings, folks. You, you, know what's, you know what sucks, by the way? Is uh, a there's somebody listening who's going Corey's right because he thinks you're serious, and B the DB Cooper thing. I have read everything there is to read about DB Cooper. I've watched every one of those documentaries. It bothers me that we never found that guy's body. Yeah, but he just landed off. in some trees and no, got eaten by a bear no, or something. No, I know man. he's dead. I know he didn't get away with it. But I want to know. I want to know specifically what happened. Did he land, survive for a little while out in the woods, mm. and freeze to death? What what happened? Yeah, no, I'm with you, man. But they don't know the answer to that. Nobody in the in the White House could give me that answer. I wonder they if there's know. even anybody in the White House that can give you the answer about the aliens. Oh, like Area 51 was 70 years ago. Like, do they? I'm sure there's some, got a file. They've the just dossier. got a file. Yeah, yeah, they, they got the dossier in the Oval Office. Records of that. Yeah, sure. On that note. For Corey Clark and Irish Chappelle, I'm Jeff Cameron. Thanks for listening, everybody. Be well. Seminal headlines on 97.9 ESPN Radio. Get more from Jeff, Corey, and Ira via iTunes and in the 97.9 ESPN Radio Audio Vault. This has been a production of 97.9 ESPN Radio, Tallahassee Sports Monster.